recognize that we are all a work in progress. All of us have doubts. All of us have this journey. But together, we're creating the positive ripples of change we want. If we are, I could say, find your crazy. This is our crazy. Other entrepreneurs will always reach and support. And so I knew really early on I wanted to create that community. It's something I'm really excited about. So I go in there and I give value twice a week, give some lives and coaching. But this is a place where you can get re-inspired when you're flagging. And when you see something inspiring, come share it because it will speak to somebody else. And the biggest thing that we're trying to be and do as entrepreneurs is be seen and feel seen. Hey, it's Chuck here. And I'm so glad that you're listening to this episode. And I just want to take this quick moment right now to let you know about our free collaborators toolkit. And this episode is all about partnership and collaboration. And our guests share many resources, tools, and things that you can use to make collaboration and partnership easier in your business. So if you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, this free collaborators toolkit is going to contain the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. And these tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for, and they're going to help you to solve everyday business challenges and access highly effective ideas that can help and grow your business exponentially. I know they've helped me and I know they're going to help you as well. And the best part about these tools is that they're completely free. And our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to the show. So you can get access to all of the resources contained inside the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting the website at www.collaboratorsunite.com toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com toolkit. Go ahead and register today, get access to all the resources, and I'm going to see you on the inside. Now, here's the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Chuck Anderson here, and I'm here with another amazing guest. And I know you're going to learn so much from today's episode, and I'm really excited to dive in. Today, I have with me Christine Campbell Rappin, and she's a business success coach and a lifestyle strategist. And if you are a business owner who wants to get more clients and uh, particularly get more clarity on you know, who your target audiences are, those points of scalability, and even get in front of some new audiences and uh, Christine, I know that that's just even scratching the surface of what you do, but you know, um, but uh, to my fellow entrepreneurs who are listening in, if that sounds like you, lean in and listen today because I know you're going to learn a lot. Christine, welcome to the show, and I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Nice to have an opportunity to chat about something I'm so passionate about and share space with you. Absolutely, and fellow Canadian as well. Um, that doesn't happen terribly often, but uh, cool when it does. And so, Christine, I did introduction light, which, you know, that's my version of what you do based on the the minute that I've known you. But uh, go ahead and, and introduce yourself to everyone in terms of who you are, what you do, and how you help. 
Absolutely. So I am a serial entrepreneur and a business success coach. I love working with early stage entrepreneurs and most of my clients and the people I surround myself with, I would say are accidental entrepreneurs. And the fascinating thing about that is you have this great vision and idea and think, well, now I'm going to be in business and then go, now what? <laughs> and I, you know, I always say that there's a million reasons to, to want to be in business. What will yours be? But it's really important that you build a foundation to be success because the goal well, it may have started with, you know, time or financial freedom or life on your own terms. Uh, it takes a little bit more than that to actually embody it. Because for me, I never want to see a business owner give up on their dreams. You know, we all have a runway. We can all get there. I completely believe that every business can be successful, but you have to put effort on the right things. And so that's what gets me really excited. And it isn't about working 100 hours a week. And it isn't about working 100 hours a week for little to no profit. I want to make sure you have the life you want. And that you can walk away from your business, both from an exit strategy, but also, you know, you should never be not be able to take an hour, a week, a month out of your business. If not, you've got something fundamentally off track. Let's figure out how to get it on track and have the life you want. That's I am so excited to talk about every single day. Love it. Yeah, well, uh, me also. And uh, and I think we could probably talk forever on lots of different uh, entrepreneur topics. Let's dive in. Um, and, and I love what you just said, uh, about getting off track. And sometimes, you know, this is, I mean, this is what my 27th year in business now. And, you know, it's sometimes you get off track. And for me, I like to refer myself as a reformed do-it-yourselfer. And, you know, I was, you know, born and raised on a farm where I saw my grandfather and my father work dusk till dawn doing everything themselves. So guess what happened when I got into business? I started doing everything myself. And, you know, you have your high points, you have your low points, and there's those times where things aren't working and you're really not going to just figure out everything yourself. And it's so helpful to just let someone else in. Let Even if it's just to let them into the conversation initially, and then, you know, look at the, you know, the broader scope and whatever other, you know, solutions can come in place. But, you know, I, it reminds me of those times. So, so yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I you know, it's funny. I, and I always say great, great leaders, doesn't matter whether you're in business or as an entrepreneur or corporate or as an entrepreneur, great leaders have great leaders around them. And that's a key tip for me. And I have, of course, my own support team and, you know, it's important because you can't see the forest for the trees. And just this week, I got hard checked. I said I got some tough love from someone I admire in business. They're not a mentor of mine formally, but they they said something to me that just made me audit, stop, and go, yeah, I need a course correction. Uh, if I can do something for somebody else in 25 minutes, why is it taking me five months to do it in my own business? And it's the spark and the catalyst that can get you going. And I think that can be, you're right, a common mistake is, you know, yes, it's your vision. Nobody else holds it for you, but it doesn't mean that you have to go by yourself. And it doesn't mean that there has to be this glory in the struggle of I have to earn it all myself by making every single mistake myself. Trust me, there's plenty to be made on the way. Plot twists will happen, but having support and collaborative partners to think with is so important. It will accelerate your growth personally, as well as within your business. Absolutely. I think sometimes asking for help is a tremendous show of strength. You know, mm -hmm. some people view it as a weakness. Oh, I must do this all myself. I mm -hmm. must figure this all out for myself. 
But really, isn't it a show of strength to really say, you know what? Um, I don't know how to do this. I really need some help. It is. And, and, and I've been on both sides. Like I've definitely had the moments where like you starting in the beginning, I have to do it all myself. And then there was an awareness of if I just ask for help instead of, you know, this being a struggle that I live in for a, an extended period of time, you know, in a short period of time, I can move. And the moment that you make your first ask, guess what happens? It gets easier to make the next one. And if you can create the habit, not of, you know, not thinking for yourself, it's important that, you know, when you're working with within a peer network that, you know, you give as much as you take, but at the same time, you can say, help me think this through. What am I missing? Or can you show me something that is your expertise? Because the wonderful thing about the world and networks and entrepreneurs in general is someone else loves the bit you don't. And this the opposite is true as well. So if you can just, you know, ask, someone else will be like, I'd love your input here. And you're like, great, I can give value to you here. But, you know, if you could show me that bit. I would also really value it. And uh, that's really more available than I think we believe it is when we first start. We don't it know definitely shortens the time frame as well, right? I mean, sure. if you sit there and spin your wheels because you absolutely positively must figure out everything yourself, you know, that's the long way. And, you know, I did that for the first, you know, 15 years of my career. <laughs> and it wasn't really until, and it was interesting because as a coach, I would always be coaching my clients to find the missing piece and and to connect the dots. Yet, uh, ironically, in my own endeavors, mm-hmm. uh, I was doing so much myself. And it was just that that hardwired programming I have of that, that do it yourself or uh, attitude. But, you know, from one coach to another, coaching really is a type of collaboration Mm -hmm. that you can bring someone in who's an ally in your business. 100%. And I always say, you know, what are you, what are you looking for? And I, when you're investing in, in a collaboration, you know, you're paying in, and I don't mean always money, but you're paying for effort or time in shortening the learning curve and accelerating potential. Mm -hmm. And I always think that that is worthwhile. And and you can put whatever price tag you want on. And I always say to people, you know, yeah, you'll get there, but how long is your runway and how much determination are you within you in this moment to keep going at a slow pace? And it comes down to accountability and that, that comes true. It's just an honest reflection. That's about the lifestyle. You know, you can use the the Google book of business. Totally. There's no accountability there. You can, you know, I say, step up the ladder and say, well, I'm going to take a course. Well, there's some accountability on a course, but we know most people don't complete courses. If left to their own devices, it's not priority and there's no accountability. So better, but still a gap. You can also then get into like group conversations or some kind of event where if you sit in the front of the row, you'll be really taking a lot of value and asking and engaging. But if your tendency is to sit at the back, groups might not be the best place for you. So you've got to know yourself. What do I need? Or go all in. The fastest way to accelerate is eye to eye. Okay, let's move. And that's the highest level of accountability. And a good coach, like I got called out this week, even though she wasn't coaching me, she was mentoring entrepreneurs and I was in the audience. I was like, aha, I couldn't have got that on my own. And if I hadn't listened and been prepared for a reflection, uh, I wouldn't see the exponential growth that it's had since that moment. It's a spark but it was the different level of accountability. And I kind of always say to people, know yourself. 
different seasons require different levels of accountability. Sometimes I'm like, I got it. I'm on it. Other times I'm like, I need somebody to hold my hand. I need somebody to help me think this through. And I need somebody to remind me that it's possible. I can do it. There is a way. Let's be creative. And sometimes that's most valuable outside of your own headspace. (laughs) Well, and I think that's where a lot of early stage entrepreneurs kind of get things wrong a little bit because we, 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 we look at a lot of successful businesses and, and when, when those stories are unpacked, uh, there's this enormous success, but there's always some leader at the front of that. Mm -hmm. And we kind of attach that business success with that particular leader and what's not always obvious is all of the people and the, you know, the teams and the systems and the, the, the tools that act that they leverage to actually build that success. Yes, they may have been the visionary and the leader, and they may have even rolled up their sleeves and really did that sweat equity there in their first year to really prove themselves and get the idea going. But they did not reach that level of success by themselves, and neither will we. Yeah. And I think it's effort on the right things. I think this is one of the other common misconceptions is, you know, harder. I need to work harder. (laughs) Like if I just work hard enough, I'll get success. Talk about farmers who work dust till dawn. It's like, if I just work harder, I'll get success. Well, that is not true. Okay. I talk about this myth all the time. Let's bust it. Hard work is not a guarantee for success. It leads you to overwhelm and burnout. The other thing is that, you know, I just need to do, you know, that hustle that, that is, is about, you know, speed necessarily. I'm like, you, you know, you control the speed in your business. You do. And that comes down to accountability. But the interesting thing about success of large leaders or people that are public figures is that you also think, well, they've got a team. So the answer must be, okay, well, for me to scale, I must have a team. And I often, I actually scale back a lot with my clients saying that you're you not ready to scale with team yet because we don't have the clarity we need. And then what ends up happening is you spend more money, which is a cash flow problem. And you're both looking at each other saying, well, isn't that your job? You know, your job is to bring me the client. Your job is to, 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 to write the copy that to, you told me it would convert. Your job is to bring me the leads or your job is to this. And, and it, it's disheartening because you're going, I now spent money and I didn't get the result. And I said, skill and things like that are important. But the, until you're past the first six figures, I said, you, you need to do some of the work. It doesn't mean you have to implement it all, but the thinking needs to reside with you. And I often say to my clients, you need to invite yourself back into your business. That isn't your social media's person. When your platform starts to sound like their voice, your voice is your business. And let's get clear what that messaging is because collaborations are really important. Outsourcing and adding team and resources is a great strategy, but timing of doing that is interesting. And I often think people do it too early and then wonder, well, what happens if they walk out or the contract doesn't work or you don't have the resources and they didn't deliver? It's on you. You can't abdicate the responsibility for it, but you can use your network and within the people that you're around to say, could you refer somebody to me? Take some of the risk off the table. Great people will refer great people to help you on your journey. Thinking partners and people who will help support the back end. And back end, I would say simple is what scales. And simple is what sales. So think about what you need to do, sell and scale. Both I love that. And one of the things that you just said, which was really cool, um, is is that timing piece, but also the accountability piece as well. And, you know, 
to your point, you know, it's not a collaboration. If I bring up someone into my business and just say, okay, it's your job to do this, mm -hmm. do that, get me that result. To me, that's like hiring somebody. That's mm -hmm. not really a collaboration. A collaboration is working together and, mm -hmm. you know, together, how can we achieve more? And so, but some people do that and they get confused the difference between hiring somebody and outsourcing and actual collaboration and partnership where you're working together. And so, because there is outsourcing, there's a time to say, okay, you're good at that. I'm going to give you this task. Go and do that for me, please. And there's other that. times where I need, there's this missing piece. I don't need to know how to do this. You are skilled at it. Let's work together and create this thing. And so totally. big difference, right? I think that's a great point. It's there are there are differences and they are not mutually the same. Mm -hmm. So um, so I want to dive a little deeper in because I know you've got a collaboration story to share here as well. Before we do that, I just want to ask you are, you, are you noticing anything with your clients in terms of uh, like a triggering event or, you know, something like what's that point where they go, you know what, I need help. And they go and they start searching for someone like you or even reach out to you directly. Are you seeing a pattern in terms of like that breaking point or that point where they're, they need your help? Yeah, and it's, it is an interesting one because I think it's a long time coming and there is a definitive moment with every client where the line is in the sand. And I think it's the same line that we all face, which is when you are done with your excuses and your own BS story, you know that you need help. And often it can be because you have tried so many different things. And even you know that the next thing isn't going to be any different than the last thing. And you're starting to lose faith in yourself that you have what it takes. And it's that kind of, I would say almost the kernel of shame that says, well, what happens if I can't do this? Mm. Am I prepared to give up on my dream? And there's a pretty visceral response. For those that keep going, there's a visceral response. I am not prepared to boomerang back to a job, And if I want this to be a viable business, I know what is working isn't getting me there fast enough. Sometimes there's still faith that the right things are being happening, but speed is a problem. And that's where I often think of that analogy. You're running out of runway. You're either losing confidence in your ability, or you simply have an economic pressure that is either imposed upon you, or you have self-imposed it and say, Right now, I need help. And you have somebody that you've been, you know, maybe not totally aware of, but watching in the distance going, they seem to have something figured out that I don't. And there's a conversation. Note the word there. There's a conversation that says, tell me more. Because you don't seem to be in struggle the way I'm in struggle. Can we talk about that? And sometimes that is the spark that you need because you've put down your excuses and you say, I'm prepared to move. And I'm prepared to have a conversation that someone else could benefit. Someone else's knowledge I can benefit from. And you are brave enough to ask for a conversation to be started. It's not when you simply say, I'm going to go buy a course, or I'm going to go buy a coach, or I'm going to go rent whatever. It is really about, I want to have a conversation and I'm open to learning an alternate way. Because what I'm doing right now is scaring me. Mm. Oh, I love that. Because yes, what I'm doing right now is scaring me. And, you know, and 
um, depending on how you channel that, you, you either retreat or you look for a way to move forward. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's where collaborations come in. And, and, you know, when when I'm in that moment of like, you know, and it shows up in different ways, sometimes it's like, yeah, I'm afraid to do this, or it's fear masked by confusion or unclarity. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a perfect time an opportunity to start looking for, okay, I have this missing piece in my business. Uh, who could I find or who, what, who or what could I bring in that could fill that need and, and get me past this point? And, and I think that's where collaborations and partnerships really, you know, come mm-hmm. in. And I know that, you know, you're no stranger to collaborating or partnering, uh, you know, with your business. So, you know, do you have an example of maybe something like that in your business where mm-hmm. there's this missing piece and you in a partnership or collaboration helped you bring that missing piece into your business? Yeah, for, for me, you know, I well, two things. Uh, one, I created a place to collaborate really early on in my business. I'm going to talk about that one first. And if we have time, mm-hmm. we can talk about the second. But you know, I knew because I was an intentional entrepreneur. I knew from a really young age, I would do something for myself. I didn't know quite what it would look like. And I would tell you of the three businesses I have today, none of them are what I would imagine I would have done. So just be prepared to know the dominoes fall where you start isn't necessarily the road that it continues on. But I knew that a lot of people who made the leap from corporate, whether it was from a side to a side hustle or a way to viably replace and exceed the income I had as a corporate executive, that they might not have a cheering squad. And when you are launching into this great unknown, you need to know that you might not. The biggest cheerleader you need in your life is yourself, is the person that looks like in the mirror. And so right when I first started my first business in 2018, I launched a community. It's morphed in itself in a couple of different ways over the time, but it is a place for early stage entrepreneurs. And it's called Entrepreneurs Chasing Dreams and Making a Positive Impact. It's an invite-only community. You are hereby invited into it. But it was a place where I said, I want you to come in and be scared. And you can either sit until you're ready to stand, or if you are able to contribute, stand up and add value. And it was a place for people to say and recognize this is your safe space. Whatever head trash goes on in your brain about I'm not good enough, the imposter syndrome, which you know I know the status for women, 70% of entrepreneurs and high-achieving women suffer from imposter syndrome. Like this is the place where you come in and say, I'm a business owner and we just go fantastic. Nothing further needed to be explained. We take you at face value. And then when you're saying, Hey, I need to, I'm looking for somebody who might be able to help me because, you know, follow-up isn't my strength. There's someone in our communities. Awesome. That follow up and saying, I can help you with that. Or someone says, I don't know how to look for a virtual assistant, or I maybe need some help on my marketing, or I need some tax advice. This is the place to say, I need some help. And for people who do this as a business to stand up without that flood of, let me DM you yeah. and, and everyone under the sun, you know, blow up your inbox. It's safe to say, I'm in this business, come check me out. And it isn't a selling platform, but it is a place to, to say, I need help or I can offer help. And that, that really was the genesis of what I wanted. I said, yeah, I don't want this to be a place to promote, but if you are engaging in my community, come and promote what you're doing because what you're doing is a value to our network and be human, you know, build the conversation, build the collaboration, friendship, think about how you can mutually win and recognize 
that we are all a work in progress. All of us have doubts. All of us have this journey. But together, we're creating the positive ripples of change we wanted. We are, I'm going to say, find your crazy. This is our crazy. Other entrepreneurs will always reach and support. And so I knew really early on I wanted to create that community. It's something I'm really excited about is that I go in there and I give value twice a week, give some lives and coaching. But this is a place where you can get re-inspired when you're flagging. And when you see something inspiring, come share it because it will speak to somebody else. And the biggest thing that we're trying to be and do as entrepreneurs is be seen and feel seen. I love that. Like, so community, I think, you know, being part of a community of like-minded people who are aspiring to get to another level, but at the Mm -hmm. same time, willing to just be honest, you know what, like, yeah, I'd like to put on the brave face and say, I'm going for it, but today I'm not feeling it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that kind of group is rare because so many, like, you know, and you and I are both part of networking groups. That's how we met. And, you know, everyone puts on their best show Mm. at those networking events, right? And, you know, there's times where I've been on there and I'm smiling and I'm putting out the energy. And I, at the end of that networking event, I close Zoom and I'm like, oh man, that's it for the day. I'm done, right? Exactly. And and I would come onto my community and show that face. Mm. And that's that's the safe space I want to create. Because I said, you know, and, and if I've done it, if I've done it, or if I've had seen a client do it, I said, let's talk about the tale of two faces, what face we're showing today. And when our inner doubt starts to take control, let's talk about some tips and strategies to pull us out. And what I also want is it's not to be a place of platitude. Like if somebody's saying I'm having a complete nutter meltdown, I don't want it to be a necessarily, a, oh, you're awesome. It's amazing. I want you to go, I feel you. I see you totally relate to you. Mm. Tomorrow's a new day. There's a different vibe to that. And I think it's really important to recognize that because what we need, that's about, again, being and feeling seen. It's, yeah, I relate to you. And it isn't just to go put a brave face on it. It's like you're having a meltdown. But then I say to people, if you're having the meltdown and it lasts, if I'm in your head or someone in the community can help you, please have the courage. And I invite regularly, have the courage to have the conversation. It doesn't mean they're selling their services. They've got to be a good human being first. But long-term, you invite that conversation if you are curious about it, because it is so important that we are honest. And I, I always try to hold myself accountability. And I was just on LinkedIn yesterday saying, you know, I'm, let's be honest. I'm, a, I'm, I got handed my butt. It was hard. <laughs> it stung. Mm-hmm. Really needed. I need you to know that I have the same conversation and doubts you do. I am just like you. I happen to be a coach who helps other people, but I have my own coaches and I need help too. We are the same just different chapters, perhaps. And that's really important to be relatable. I mean, that's where collaboration comes. If you you don't want to collaborate with somebody who's perfect, same way we don't want to watch the highlight reel. We're done with that. Help me be stronger. Help me feel hopeful. Help me know that this is something that is fun and impactful. And you will have all the tension you need to make great impact. Wow. That's so, so powerful. And, I, you know, it's, in a lot of ways, that's self-help for leaders. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, I think back, it was a long time ago now, but when I was a chief marketing officer, I mean, there's there's no one you could really talk to. You couldn't talk to your peers. You couldn't talk to your, the people who reported to you. And you certainly couldn't talk to the CEO, 
right? Yeah, career limiting. <laughs> I have notes. What? <laughs> yeah, right. And so it's yeah. like a game on. And so every time you show up to the office or every time we got on stage, we're mm. putting our best foot forward. And there was really, but sometimes you do need a community where you can just go and just say exactly what you're thinking, right? Yeah. And say, you know what? This is, no, this is bullshit. <laughs> I just want to, right? I, I just want to cry today. not feeling it today. And that's the, that's the vibe I always have to people, especially when I'm coaching them or whenever I'm in a community. And it doesn't matter what kind of community. I'm always like, you know, everyone has the right to fall apart. And, and the, you know, when I show up and I'm wearing this or I'm carrying this or I'm drinking this, this is it. Just know today's my day. And, and that's the safe space. Like I've done that in startup teams where, you know, you want to get to the end of your goal. This is always my vision cast for people in the business ownership space. I want you to get to the end of your goal, whatever it is, and have enjoyed the journey. That's not to say it's effortless, but I want you to remember why. I want you to feel like it's worth it. And that tomorrow I will try again. That's so important to reconnect to. And we all need a place to recharge our batteries. At the same time, you want to be around people who are going to challenge you to, you know, contribute, to show up and, and to call you when you're falling short of the goals you told us mattered to you. Because that's the accountability circle. Mm. And, and I, I always choose to be part of communities that, you know, and, and business opportunities that are like, what if, and when the dot, dot, dot is filled in, in your head, it's not, the sky is falling. It's imagine if it's better than you imagined it could be. And I love the idea of, you know, what's possible. You know, that's the kind of conversation in my networks and my collaborations. It's like, that's a crazy idea. And I need people in my circle that challenge me to say, how are you going to make some idea a bigger ripple? And it doesn't mean that I'm doing more work. It's about how do I make more impact and who do I need to bring in the journey or who can I enroll in the vision and how do we share the work and the fun? And I just think if it's not fun, why are you doing it? And if it's only the service delivery that you love, you're better as an employee, but the whole journey has to be worth it. Mm. That's the lifestyle and the business in the same place. So they're not separate to me. They're not. And, and at the same time, I said, I want every business owner to be able to step away from their business. Not because they need to, because they're so exhausted. They just, you know, their family time becomes, I'm, I'm like a vegetable. It's like, I love my business. We've done some amazing things. I want to go celebrate sometimes with my people, my crew and my clients. And sometimes it's with my family because, wow, this has been worth it. I want you to love your life. It's really simple. I want you to love your life. Can I help you on the journey? Maybe. If not, can I connect you to something that might? Possibly. Why not have that conversation? I think it's a great one to have. Wow. I'm biased. <laughs> You're biased, but I mean, so passionate about it. Um, and that, wow. I mean, I felt every word of what you just said. And I would bet that anyone who hears what you just said, you know, if they're not lining up at your doorstep trying <laughs> to get into that group, like, then, you know, they're dead inside. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, and, and it's create, create your own environment. Like that's right. my message. Yes, you're very welcome. I'd love to have you in my community, all of you, but, but create your environment. And, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm excited. To, you know, one quick thing I want to say, you know, is, is when you imagine what's possible, you need dreamers and doers mm -hmm. in your community. Okay. That's really important. And, 
And you need to also probably be a big, bit of bit of both to be an entrepreneur. You need to dream, but you also need to remember the dream doesn't happen. That vision board you drive and you built on your wall doesn't happen without effort on the right things. And being sure that your commitment level goes past your convenience level. Okay, that's essential to see success. <laughs> And I have this great community I'm part of. I'm super excited because they, they came to me and said, you know, we want to launch an academy to it. We happen to be a partnership out of South Africa, which is super amazing on a global level to say we want to build an academy to help more women entrepreneurs build, launch and scale a business. And I'm like, I'm all over that. They're like, would you coach in it? Sure. Love to. How do we do it? This is a very international community that's coming together to be 12 coaches. They're going to co-collaborate and take 50 women at a time through this cohort program. I'm like, you know, that's just blue sky thinking. Mm-hmm. Could we do it? Yeah. What do we need in an economy? And particularly in South Africa, where the unemployment rate is staggering, poverty rates are staggering and the spread is getting bigger. I'm like, can we contribute? Yeah. My time and my expertise, I can contribute. And yes, this will create amazing ripples. And they say, it's possible. Are you in? I don't even know what we're in for. I'm in. <laughs> right? Just on figure concept it out. alone, right? Say yes. It's hard not to be in on something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's say yes and figure it out. One of the most important skills as an entrepreneur is say yes and figure it out. That's not to say that no isn't an important word, but when it comes to possibility, broaden your mind. Mm. You know, you we're, not gonna have, and doers. we're not going to have show notes long enough to be able to <laughs> highlight all the golden nuggets that you have shared with our audience today, because I think there's so many... I mean, yeah, we talk about collaboration, we talk about partnership, but that underlying theme of this whole thing is self-growth, personal development. And if we grow ourselves, we grow our businesses. And, you know, that's that's a big part of it. And, you know, um, that's that's a big part of what you just shared is mm-hmm. is that. And being surrounded with the support is a big part of that. And so so on that, you know, that theme of self-growth, we always ask this of all of our guests and because we we like to make recommendations because people will listen to this and they'll go, okay, well, that's great. But, you know, where, where, where do I go to learn more? And, you know, what's next for me on, on my self-growth journey? So two questions I'd like to ask you, Christine, is one, if there is a thought leader or mentor or someone that you would highly recommend who's been impactful for your life, but, and you would recommend other people to check out who is that. And then also, uh, if there's a must read book that has also been impactful to you, uh, what is that as well? And uh, we want to definitely recommend that to our listeners. Yeah, for, for me on the thought leader, this is, you know, I'm going to say Dean Graziosi, uh, mm-hmm. who, who is in the knowledge business and is the owner of Mastermind and um, many, many different businesses. But what I love about what he is, is, is he owns his story. You know, there's nothing that he doesn't live from. He said, I didn't start with success. I didn't, I can hardly read. I'm an international bestseller, but what your skill is, is the knowledge your life has taught you. And there are chapters you didn't love. And everyone goes through some really difficult challenges. Those are actually the stories the world needs. And what I love about what he's saying, particularly right now is, you know, what the world needs is your knowledge. And if you want to talk about a recession-proof industry and an opportunity to be independent of whatever politics are happening in the world, the world needs your knowledge. It's the fact that, you know, somebody's one chapter ahead of you. Who would you go back and gift your knowledge to? That person is still out there. If you could show up and be authentic about the highs and the lows and offer a guiding hand, I think it really will change our world. 
because I don't think big, big business will save us. I think it is going to be the independent business owner who's prepared to share their knowledge and help others to find their own path. And so I'm going to say Dean Graziosi as my thought leader. And um, the other, you know, must read, I'm going to say, I'm going to say two, I'm going to be sneaky into two. The first one is The Slight Edge uh, by Jeff Olson. And that is about the power of one thing and, and one incremental thing. You know, one small action taken is actually how you change the world. And it actually is how you build your business. And it's how you have the life you want. And I think often we get really caught up in thinking it's the big steps. I want to tell you, I am a serial entrepreneur today, but I started my first business as a side hustle, working it one hour a day. My business doubled every year. I didn't do a ton of things. I didn't commit 100 hours a week. I did one thing and I knew which the right things were. It's actually how I became a coach because people kept asking me, well, what the hell are you doing? But that's a sidebar. So the slight edge, because the difference of 1% is you landing in the ocean or landing on the moon. Mm-hmm. 1% taken consistently will change your life. So don't get caught up on this big vision it has to be a million things. And then the other one for anybody who's a corporate and is thinking about, you know, I'm just going to take my corporate knowledge, like Dean Graziosi would say, take your knowledge and make a business out of it. You want to read the E-Myth, the E-Myth Revisited, because that talks about the difference between being an employee, a business operator, a business owner, and an entrepreneur. And there's a continuum there. You might not start with a vision of any four of those levels, but really understanding if you want to make a business and not a hobby, it's a valuable read. Wow. I would highly recommend all three of those, you know, to anyone right now. And it's amazing, Christine, because I've met Dean in person, amazing guy. I, you know, he's, he's just, he's so real when he talks. I I always lean in when I'm at his seminars, Jeff Olson, totally surprising to hear that, but I, I attended a, a seminar with him in the early nineties and, and cause he was back big time into network marketing, but now he's got the, you know, this, this book. Um, I'm going to definitely check that out. I've not read his book, but oh, yeah. I just remember all the nuggets of wisdom that he had to share and how empowering and inspiring he was. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, with all of that, so that's cool. That's a, that's a really unexpected recommendation, but I think that's that, that I love that one. And the E-Myth I would say is probably the third business book that I read. I mean, I started with Think and Grow Rich mm-hmm. and then Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And then yep. it was the E-Myth. And it was the E-Myth, I think that really um, shone light on my do-it-yourselfer ways yeah. and kind of got me to see that, okay, this is happening. You need to make some changes because this yeah, is not going to get you to where you want to go. Yeah. Cause you will see yourself in, in those four different categories of the journey. And I said, it's a continuum. Sometimes you slide forward, sometimes you slide backwards. But one of the biggest things when I coach, because I coach early entrepreneurs, typically less than three years, I'm like, what do you want a hobby or a business? Because that 1% will dictate whether you are an expensive hobby and there's a lot of reasons why you should love an expensive hobby, but that 1% difference will make the shift into being a successful and viable business. And as you grow through your business, that's the shift. I want people in year two, when they're working with me for a longer period of time, I want year two to be less hours, more profit, more life, not just more hard work. People think I'm crazy. I'm like, it's possible. Watch. And when you're ready, let's move. Wow. Time to go. (laughs) Exactly. Time to go. Right. And so, um, Christine, like, I know we could talk about this forever. I mean, we're, we're so on the same page with this and I'm really kind of 
I mean, there's so many follow-up questions I could ask, and I know we could do this for three hours if we do that. And so maybe we'll maybe there's an opportunity for us to do this again one day. But I know for sure that anyone who's listening to this is going to be inspired by the things that you said today and are going to want to know more about you and and want to reach out. So um, just for the benefit of our listeners, uh, let everyone know where they can find out more about you, where they can connect with you, and where's the best place for them to go to do that. Awesome. Thank you. That I'm, I'm glad this has been such a fun conversation. Thank you for having me. And I, you know, I want people to be inspired, but what matters to me more is take inspired action. So I'm going to invite you come have a conversation. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. My website is my name. It's on the screen, christinecampbellrappin.com. You know, you're going to find the access to my community there. You can come and join it. You can find free resources, free tips, you can watch some great videos and training tools. And if you want to up your level of accountability, there's ways to do that too. But come and start the conversation because I will tell you, your dreams matter. You can have what you want if you're prepared to put effort on the right things and collaborate along the way. Thank you for having me. Wow, that is amazing. And I'm going to put all those links in the show notes so you can connect with Christine. And I highly recommend that you do. And Christine, I usually ask for people to leave off with their their best words of wisdom. And I think you just did that really, really <laughs> well. And I, you know, I think we would do disservice to that if we added anything else to it. But, right. but that's it. <laughs> <Mic> right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was is just so inspired and uh, a natural next step. So thank you so much for being uh, a guest on my show. Uh, I can't wait for our next opportunity to uh to connect or collaborate or whatever the universe wants us to to do in the future. And I know we'll definitely be talking again. And for everyone listening in, I highly recommend that you go check out Christine. Link to her website is in the show notes. And until next time, do tune in to our next episode because we'll have another amazing guest. We always do. And uh, until then, keep moving forward. Keep being awesome in the pursuit of your dreams and your business and your life. Have a great week, everybody. This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.